Hey podcast listeners, welcome to the Medic Podcast. Thank you for joining us. In today's episode, Breaking the Wake-In Cycle, we continue talking with Dr. Villanueva about mindful eating. I'm your host, Elena, and you are listening to the Bimedic Podcast. Let's start with awareness. I think that everyone dieting is pretty aware of what they eat, especially if it's something forbidden like chocolate or donuts. So, Dr. V, maybe you can help us understand what mindful eating really means. This is a good one because we all need to make the shift into yeah. mindful eating and understand that our food is our medicine. Mm -hmm. And we can eat to sustain vitality and even to heal our illnesses, or we can eat to kill ourselves. Wow. When I first tell patients that, some of them think mm -hmm. I'm being pretty dramatic. Yeah. But these people who come in to see me, most of them are, are not just overweight. They're very, very sick. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, one of the main reasons that you're very, very sick is your lifestyle and your eating choices. And we're going to talk about that. And I'm going to take you down a journey with me. And for the first 90 days, if we're going to work together, you're going to make some major eating choices. We're going to do a 180 with what you're putting into your body. And I'm going to show you yeah. how, how food is going to make a difference. I'm going to teach you about mindful, you know, mindful eating. Okay. Um, we're going to, we're, we're going to learn how to make the right choices in your food. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I'll, I'll tell them about the campfire analogy. What is it? So the campfire analogy, it goes much like this. Mm -hmm. Your body If you're looking at your metabolism and how your body burns calories, mm -hmm. you can kind of compare it to a campfire. So for any of those of you out there, any of you listeners who have been camping before, when you make a fire, you start with some small twigs and, and maybe some peat moss, some, you know, maybe some paper, some really small light things mm -hmm. that are going to burn very easily. As yeah. the fire gets going, you can add a little bit heavier food, a little bit, like a little bit bigger, bigger pieces of wood. Mm -hmm. Once the fire is burning really hot, then you can add a really big, heavy, dense oak log. For example, you can throw it on the fire mm -hmm. and that, and it's going to burn even hotter. But if you took that oak log and you threw it right on top of a brand new fire, it's going to smother the fire out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your body It's is like logical. that. Mm -hmm. You have to put the right food in at the right intervals to make your campfire burn hot. And we want our campfires to continuously burn hot. We want them to burn even hotter if we're trying to regulate our fat levels in our body. But if we put the wrong foods in, we're going to smother the fire. We're going to completely shut our metabolic functions down. Well, hmm. not completely, but yeah. you know, we're not going to be able to work our metabolic function the way that we want. And by teaching the mindful eating to the patients, how to put the food in, what kind of food or what kind of wood to put in the fire at what intervals, then the body will start to burn hot and, and the body will start to lose weight. But what is the proper food? So many diets exist with so many different approaches. Uh, when I started my research on various diet types, I was confused. Some diets exclude carbs and some diets exclude fats and some diets exclude any of animal products. How can I know what the right food is for me? You know, this is a great question. 
I have found over the years of working with many different people, um, um, of many, you know, many different, um, um, genetic makeups that it's really bio individualized. Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, you can't expect one type of eating lifestyle to work for everybody. It just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. For example, you may be able to lose weight very well doing a modern type ketogenic diet. Mm -hmm. But the next person may be doing it with you and they're not losing any weight. Hmm. They may do better adding more fat Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you may be better adding less fat to your ketogenic diet. It's different for everybody. It's, it's based on, on a lot of things, but the main point here is that, is that the common ground is that you have to put micronutrients into your body to keep mm-hmm. your engines running. Hmm. And what there, do you mean by putting micronutrients in your body? We need to put the foundations, the foundational nutrients in our body that keeps our body working. So we're talking vitamins, minerals, mm-hmm. amino acids, fatty acids, a lot of water. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're not putting a lot of that into our body, that's what our body runs on. If we're not giving the body, if we're not giving, if we're not putting the right gas into the car, the car isn't going to run. Like you can't put diesel in a gas engine and expect the car to run. When you are eating a lot of calories with no nutrients in it, you might as well, you might as well be eating cardboard. I mean, you're putting a lot of empty calories in your body. You're putting the wrong fuel in the car. It's not going to run properly. Not only are you going to gain weight, you're going to feel sluggish and tired and your body's going to hurt and you're going to have brain fog and on and on and on. And so we need to put a variety of densely packed micronutrient foods into the body, like vegetables and fruits, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is something that so many people in the United States lack doing this. I can't tell you how many people come to see me who tell me, I don't eat vegetables. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm serious. I hear this all the time. Or, I don't eat fruit. Oh. And, and it's, a, it's a very long and arduous process to teach them you know, how to eat. Yeah. I think it's a new science. So... And awareness, how I have one more question about awareness. Should we also be aware of feeling hungry? Should we eat at any time we feel hungry or should we eat in defined time intervals? Well, it depends on where you are in your lifestyle journey. Mm -hmm. So when I'm first starting to work with a patient, I find more times than not that they are skipping meals. Mm-hmm. Not only are they skipping meals and going way too many hours without eating, but when they eat, they're eating the wrong food. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, they're not drinking enough water. So when I start them on their journey, I do put them on time intervals because okay. so- until they learn how to eat mindfully, 
you know, you in have a, to. A, until they learn that habit, we have yeah. to change that habit. Right. And so we've got to make it more structured. And so I tell them, okay, we're going to eat five times a day. Their mm-hmm. eyes get really big. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to eat five times a day. Yes. It's not going to be full, huge meals, but mm-hmm. you're going to put something into your body. And I'm going to tell you what those some things are going to be. Mm-hmm. So we start out with breakfast. We'll have something in between breakfast and lunch. We'll have something at lunch, something between lunch and dinner and then dinner. And if they need to, we can even do something a little bit later in the evening, but we're very particular as to what we're putting into the body. We want to put the right wood on the fire, right? Mm -hmm. To keep the fire going after a while in the journey, we can transition them into eating when they feel hungry because they're, they're going to be in a better habit. Mm-hmm. Plus their bodies are going to be burning. The campfire is going to be burning hotter and naturally they're going to gravitate to keeping snacks with them, keeping apples with them, carrots, you know, eating more in between meals. So after retraining, you can eat mindfully. Yes. It's like, okay. So do you think that the first step to breaking the weekend cycle is to find the right nutrition plan and to eat in defined time intervals? Absolutely. Just like, you know, just like we were just talking about is that we have to retrain our habits. That's Mm -hmm. all a part of the lifestyle part of it. And we have to retrain our habits with how often that we're eating. Mm -hmm. We have to retrain our habits with what kind of food that we're putting into our bodies. So yes, if we can't do those basic things, we're not going to have long-term results. Hmm. So to sum up our talk today, the most famous diets don't work because they are based on misconceptions. And uh, when we choose the right food and integrate more vegetables, grains and legumes in our daily meals and avoid feeling hungry, we can break the waking cycle and move on. Am I right, Dr. V? Absolutely, you're right. We need to teach people to not be afraid to put food in their mouth. (laughs) We need to teach them that, you know, that having a, a lifestyle where they can maintain a healthy weight doesn't mean that they're going to be starving themselves. I mean, that's what most of us have thought most of our life, because when we all started dieting, we started basically starving ourselves. We were denying our bodies of the nutritious deliciousness in, in great foods that we can eat, thinking that that was how we needed to lose weight. We don't need to do that. We need to learn to enjoy our food and learn about all of the great choices that we do have out there. Absolutely. So don't be hungry. Don't be hungry. You don't need to be hungry to lose weight. Stop starving yourself. (laughs) It sounds great. Dr. V, thank you for your time. Thank you so much for your time and for speaking with us today. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being here with you this morning. Thank you. Our next episode will continue our discussion with Dr. B on how you can find the right nutrition plan. We'll talk more in depth with Dr. V about different diets and the most appropriate diet plan to help losing weight permanently. You listen to Be Medic Podcast. Have a wonderful day.